Yo, episode 145 of the Goddamn Fools Podcast, Seven. Eric. Bianca. Uh, we got a special guest today before we get to her. What up, y'all? How's y'all week? Man. Man. My week was shitty. I have a mm. teething three-month-old. I'm mm. leaving that. Dog. I'm delirious. Yo, I'm so tired. <laughs> Uh, Vernal fell asleep at the chiropractor's office. Like, we're just not sleeping at all. There's just no sleep happening. He's like up. <laughs> Yo, he's like up every hour like a newborn all over again. Oh. It's disgusting. Yes. So it got better and then it got a little worse? Uh, or, or went back we've to We've tried everything. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. We've we've tried everything. We're trying some new homeopathic thing somebody recommended. We've tried, you know, the fruit in the pacifier. We've tried cold towels. Just he hates me. He hates everything. Look, how you bring me in? You know what I'm saying? I was fine, just where I was at, right in the womb. Here I now here I am. Teeth growing, whole mouth hurt. Yeah. Yeah. And he very much so blames me. Very much so. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. Eric, you connect this to your AirPods? No. No? Really? Damn. It's like cutting out. All right. Damn, that sucks. My AirPods aren't even near me. They're oh. upstairs. Uh, wondering if... So you're listening on your MacBook. Uh, I wonder that maybe that might be it. Um... So what did what the doctor say, B? Like, um, I'm actually going to call the doctor tomorrow. We just switched pediatricians, so I had to wait five days for it to go through so that I can call and schedule an appointment with the doctor tomorrow because um, I've got to schedule his four-month visit anyways. Mm. So I'm going to ask the doctor because I know like we can give him Tylenol, but my thing is he's teething really early. If we start giving him Tylenol now, I feel like he's going to be on Tylenol for like the next fucking three years. Yeah. So... <laughs> And I'm not too keen on, you know, giving him pain medication all the time. So right. I just want to see what the doctor thinks. But, I mean, he's very clearly teething. He's chomping on his fingers, like, as if they are, like, chicken bones. Like, he is just, <laughs> I mean, gnawing. And <laughs> But he won't take the bottle. Is... That's crazy. <laughs> no, and he won't take pacifiers. Nigga, I put a, a grape. We peeled a grape and put it in, like, a mesh pacifier and, like, gave it to him. And he kind of, like, on it for, like, five minutes and then... <laughs> Spit it out and was like, nah. <laughs> wow. That's it. That's all I get. Yeah. So, I mean, he's, it's to the point where, like, I had, you know, clients this week. He screamed to the point I had to bring him into one of my sessions. So he was just sitting on my lap while, like, somebody's dealing with their trauma, staring at my child. Oh. Yo, like, screaming to the point I couldn't hear my client. So I had, like, no other, because there's, there's nothing, you know, like Vernal can do. He'll like breastfeed if he's like real upset and in pain, but right. it's a nightmare. It's uh and it's winter time, it ain't even like he could go really go for a walk, right? Is it cold there? Like No. Yes, it's very yeah. cold. It's very, very cold here. So yes. I'm in <laughs> hell. That's my week. <laughs> what about you, E? How you doing? <laughs> um, you know, better much better, all things considered, you know what I mean? Um what did I do this week? Nothing much. You know, just did my job. Um, yeah, this week was uneventful. <laughs> now you got me racking my brain. I'm trying to think. 
No, I didn't do shit this week. I'm trying to keep it that way till Christmas. I feel you. I feel you. I, 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 I seen the inside of a store. You know what I mean? Yeah. I ain't buying nobody nothing. I got a, I got new headphones. I picked up. I did the drive-through at Target. Oh yeah, oh pick yeah, pick up right right off right off front. Son, it would have been easier just to fucking get out of my car and walk in real quick. But I mean, I get it. It, it literally took. I was sitting there waiting for like thirty-five minutes mm. in my car, just waiting for them to come out. <laughs> and it was like it was like drizzling, raining too. Like they didn't even put my shit in a bag either. Not even to protect Jesus. it. That's actually ten cent, my nigga. I mean, take it out the bag and use it for somebody else. I don't give a fuck. Or I'll pay the ten cent. Something. But Lord have mercy. Yeah. All right, so we got a special guest in the building, in the house, in the digital universe. I don't even know what the fuck you all call it. Um, rapper, podcaster. What do you call yourself? Uh, Kara Dangerous, baby. It's KD. Right. What up, yo? Welcome to the Goddamn Foods Podcast. I'm excited to be with y'all today. How the hell have you been? You know what? Before you start, (laughs) let me pull a page out of your book. All right, I'm going to tell you why I love you, Kara. I'm going to give you the flowers. (laughs) That's how she starts. That's how she starts all her episodes. (laughs) I love Kara because she says what she, she says what she means. She means what she says. If Kara says something, that's, that she tells you how she feels, yo. And like, I wish I could be as as much as I'm like that. I I don't I hold back way more than Kara ever would. So we know. Yeah, you don't ever have to wonder what Kara's thinking <laughs> ever. She's gonna tell you. <laughs> and I love it. I love it. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. <laughs> I get compliments for being that way, but then I get my ass beat for being that way too. Yeah, it's it's a it's a gift and a curse, <laughs> especially when, especially sure. when you're black. You know how it is. Yeah, do I know how it is? Of course, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so what's up? You funny? You funny as hell, Evan. <laughs> <laughs> you you like the clown people? I forgot about that. Right. <laughs> it's been I haven't seen you in like a year. It's been a while since since you left. I- yeah. You know, we like play cousins, you know, <laughs> it feel like just yesterday. <laughs> well, that's Bianca. That's Eric. They're like my yes, play cousins, nice too. To um, Hi, Bianca. Eric, what's up? What's up? Oh, I'm, I apologize. My son is screaming. She got a newborn. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh. Yes. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. He's teething and angry, so I apologize if he interrupts you. But welcome to our show. It's so nice to have you. <laughs> um, what you been up to? What's new? You just dropped your album, KD, Care Dangerous 2? Mm. Yeah. Which I, I yeah. fuck with it. I like it. But what you been up to before we get into the album? I mean, just trying to just keep hustling, I guess, you know, or keep climbing. You know, I started doing this podcast this year, Care Dangerous Talk, you know, during COVID and it seemed like I just had all these ideas and the creative juices were just flowing so well. You know, I was connecting with God this year. I'm always connected with God, but this year it was just a time to really, you know, read biblical uh, literature and just, just get back to that. Just building on that personal relationship with God and just pouring back into myself 
and um, just living life, like not just not just being, not just waking up, like actively just being happy and, and living. Yeah. Did you? Uh, so it was the pandemic that made you want to start the the pod, the YouTube live or Instagram live, whatever you call it. Well, really, it. it I started Care Dangerous Talk because of all the things that was going on in the world uh, against black people. You know, anybody who follow me, anybody who know what I'm about, I'm pro-black or just down for the black cause. And um, the murders and the shootings and the the issues with the cops this year and the protests, yeah. especially when the protests were happening, they I was just so into it, it just energized me like the protests and everything yeah, yeah. And, and black people come together you know just saying we're sick of this and then seeing other people you know also drawing up I, I i said to myself we need to see black history right now and people who are doing things right now we need to be more connected with it and and i just wanted to I just it just gave me an idea to do it. Just get out there, go ahead and start talking. Nice, yeah. You, uh, Bianca, actually is a therapist. I don't know what you call your title. Be what would your title be if you had to give it a title? I'm a licensed professional counselor, but a therapist, yes. Okay, <clears throat> so she's licensed in Kentucky, where Louisville is, where Brianna Taylor was killed. So she's had these some of these conversations with people down there, and definitely. It, I mean, another another man was just killed the other day in Columbus, Ohio. Casey Goodson. Yeah, they're still trying to get to the bottom of that. Um, had a sandwich in his hand, Subway sandwich, and he had his key. They said he had his keys in his door. They don't really know. I don't. I don't know if there was body cam footage or if they just didn't release it yet. Right. I don't know. So, but yeah, this year has been COVID aside, has been. I mean, COVID probably heightens the stress right i would imagine but definitely it's just we're sick of it and like what do we do i don't know are you asking me? I, I, i'm it's it's a <laughs> it's a statement thought question I, anyone could jump in on i don't know what we can do i don't know what do you I think care i'll ask you care what do you think we could do i mean i know one damn thing while you were running your mouth earlier about I'm you being late no, yeah, about me being late. Oh, all right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a jerk. Um, I just realized y'all looking at me like I'm down in a hole, and I don't know why, you know, me and you, what we got, like, 30 years of TV experience together? <laughs> like, why didn't we just say, here, lower your tripod? Like, that just, it just never went through my head. Like, I mean, Eric. Are you a you real are you a rookie? I, I mean, <laughs> listen, you can't ask me and Eric nothing. Oh. To us, everything, all the shots look fine. I can't even see myself. I'm looking at a square that's about this big, so I don't know what I look like. I don't know nothing about this. I just turned. <laughs> I listen. Ev handles all the fancy stuff. We just show up. I'm just here. Did it ever cross your mind for me to just to lower the tripod? Kara, that's what I said. You said you put it on a lower thing at first, and then you're like, and I said you could raise it a little bit, and you were like, oh, yeah, I put it on a different one because I thought, and I thought, I, I, 
care. I th- I thought you knew what you were doing. That's what I thought. Excuse me. <laughs> For assuming someone who's worked in television as long as you have knew what they were doing. My bad. But you know what? Those are the guests I have like the craziest problems with because you know I won't be able to hear them or something. So those are the ones who have the problems. So you've become that guest. Yes. So I'm- you're, you're late. You're not ready. You're not mm. set up. <laughs> Don't let, don't let them keep talking to you like this. This year, not being late, it's like I'm reverting back to my old self. It's probably because of you. <laughs> oh man, you good though? I think you look. I think you look fine. Hey. I was just happy to have somebody to talk shit to because we drag him every episode. Hey. So don't let him take it out on you. Every episode, <laughs> it's mad annoying, yo. Every chance we get. I like these. I like these two here, Eric and Bianca. Right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Every episode they shit on me. That's it. So I got. I got. Need some payback somehow. <laughs> oh man, you uh. You, just, you were asking me something, and I just totally went somewhere else. I I think. I don't. I don't. It was a. It was a rhetorical question, I guess, because I was wondering, like, what do we do, like. Throughout all this, all the you know, black people getting murdered by the police, and I, it was more of a rhetorical question. I don't know what to do. If you have an answer, maybe you could suggest it, but I don't know what the fuck we do. What do we do? Besides, keep uh, speaking about it. But if the the people in power, the white people in power, aren't speaking about it, which they are a little bit, but it's still less, way less than it was back in June, and. I mean, I guess we're guilty of it, too. We don't talk about the stuff as much as we did back in June, but what are we, we can't change shit. We're a small-ass podcast. We ain't changing shit, really. People in charge got to change shit. That's a negative way to look at it, Evan. I mean, I, I think, agree. I mean, have you met Evan? I'm sorry Evan. for being a pessimist. I mean, have y'all met Evan? Like, this is... Right. By this, by He's this. always glass half empty. Word. Wow. Damn, Evan. Don't call Evan if you you at the end of your ropes. <laughs> I'll be like, yo, you <laughs> go just go ahead and jump. You need, you need oh, help. Yeah, because he'll definitely convince you to jump. Absolutely. Oh my god. You need a little push? You might, as, you might as well, you know what I'm saying? I I ain't, I, I, I ain't push him off the bridge. I just guided him, Your Honor. Oh You're sick. <laughs> but I but I think that's the problem, is that too many people feel like they don't have the power to make a difference. But like, look at, as you talk about, and I want to make sure that I say it's Kira, right? Kira? Ooh, Kara. Kara. Kara, okay, sorry. I wanted to make sure I got that right. I apologize. Um, but look at look at the things that Kara has done looking at, you know, just being empowered. Uh, from what Ev says about you, you've had a very successful go at, at opening your podcast and starting it and, and really interviewing people and things of that nature. Like, there's so much power in, in the human body and especially in somebody who knows their position and knows what they're capable of. And I think, you know, you do reach people. We've had people comment on the show and come on and talk about different things. And I'm certain it's touched somebody somewhere. Yeah. I mean, people hit me up in my DM and they say, you know, I love what you're doing or you inspire me or, you know, we need more of this, you know, or, Oh, it's good to see you a black female talking about this and that talking about this other thing. And, you know, so I just try to, every show you're going to learn something on my, on my IG live show podcast. 
Good. You know, just had a, a black psychologist on. I've always wanted to bring one on. And, you know, we talked about a lot of good things and, you know, our emotions and how black people a lot of times are taught to suppress certain things and generational trauma and the stigma of therapy in the black community. So, you know, it's always something we can do, even just having the conversation. I mean, I just had two uh, strong, beautiful black women on this past week who, you know, bought over 100 acres of land in Georgia and they making a safe place for black people to, to live without, you know, having to worry about discrimination and racism in, in that community. And so the stories are out here to inspire and to change. And I think, you know, sometimes we hard on ourselves about how many people watch or, you know, but like somebody told me, on, I saw on social media, 20 people is a classroom. So if you got 20 people watching you, you have just taught a class. So, and you know, you don't know, you just don't know what you're doing. So now I just, I just think, you know, just appreciate the audience. Don't no matter if they big or small, you know? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I try not to even look at the numbers, yo. I, I did see your post the other day. I'm like, I'm a, I'll talk to her about it on the podcast. Like, I I personally I watch this stuff after the fact. I don't I don't really watch live. You know what I mean? So but even then the classroom, you get twenty, forty, and twenty is a big classroom, right? Like this should this should probably be a normal size school in our community. Depends on who you're in our community. Exactly. Twenty is a is a medium yeah. size the smaller classroom, exactly. right? <laughs> but it, yeah. you know, in the white communities where they have the funding and the teachers I think 15 is probably where they try to keep it, right? Child, in my predominantly white graduate school class, 12. Okay. So, so depending on how you look at it, here I am being the optimist now. <laughs> glass half, <laughs> half full. Uh, 20 people could be a classroom and a half. Now you, you double that. You got 20 live. 20 that watch on Instagram the same day afterwards. You know, that's three classrooms there you throw it on youtube you get 20 people on youtube those chances are those aren't the same people so think about the unique views and the different across the board we we had a thing last week we talked about it a little bit i was putting uh our clips on from youtube i was putting the link the youtube link on facebook and it wasn't get it was getting it was getting views but it wasn't as because it doesn't play right from the youtube page uh, about a month ago i decided to just throw the video upload the video itself straight to Facebook and we had it we had a video that's up to 1.3k now mm. and it's just I think getting it in so many places getting it as many places as you can to reach different audiences and different people I think that's the the goal the plan the the proper way to do it stay consistent and I think the people will come and if they don't as long as you love doing what you're doing as long as you love talking to the people you talk to I don't, I, I think that's fine. It just depends, I, I guess, on what people like, want out of I, it. I feel like I need to make me a drink for where I feel like you're going to try to go next with me, Evan. <laughs> <laughs> Is it too early to drink? Like, no, I usually, I usually have some whiskey here, but I ran out and I haven't made it to the liquor store yet. What's up, B? It's 6 p.m. where I am, so it's not too early. Get your drink on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in England, so. They know, they, you in England? 
She a, she a military wife. Oh, yes. <laughs> Where'd she go, Kara? Yeah, I'm coming back. <laughs> oh, ah, uh, she got the henny. <laughs> Go ahead, and rock. Go ahead and rock. But I think especially, especially for black, black people, people we've, we've long, long, too, long, long, long been told that our voices don't matter, that they're that they're too small, that they can't affect change. And and so getting out of that box yourself helps others get out of that box. You know, like uh, going into the mental health field, why I wanted to be a therapist, I want it to work with our people. I want it to help move our people forward out of the ruts that they were in mentally, out of the, the, the caste systems that we've been pushed into and, and marginalized through and help us work through that shit. Right. And so in getting licensed this year and starting my practice, I'm obviously a new mom, so I can't take on, you know, a normal size amount of clients. I'm not seeing 25 people. I'm seeing about six regularly right now. It's all that I can handle, but that's six black people I work with every week on their lives, their health, their trauma, you know, how to move forward, how to discuss what happened in the past. And the stories are important. The lived experiences are important. And it's it's six people that I that I touch every week, just a little bit. And then they touch me as well. I take yep. something out of every session that I have. So it's small, but it, it moves something forward in my mind anyway, I think. Yeah, that's just who you talk to directly. Like, I don't I mean, we obviously, there's no real way of telling who listens to our podcast every week, but you're touching people there too. You know what I mean? That's why I like Instagram Live because every platform that my show is on feels different to me. So, you know, we go to Instagram Live and uh, some shows we have such a great interaction with people who watching it live in the chat. They asking questions, they making jokes. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a good energy. Like, and that's really what makes the show. It's kind of I, I, I mean, I haven't had a studio audience, but I would say that that's probably how it feels if you have a studio audience. You know, and then you know after we do it live, I edit it. It goes on YouTube, and you know I enjoy that. And then it goes on the as a podcast where you can just listen. So it's on uh, Spotify, you know, iTunes, uh, Anchor, and a whole bunch of other places. Yeah. And so she I sounds like Ev. <laughs> <laughs> Every episode, he's like, we're on. And he just lists them all. <laughs> well, I got to let y'all know, baby. That's all. Look, but I, I have people who hit me up that say they like to listen to it. So that's why I'm just trying to say, like, some people don't want to see you. Some people just want to hear you. And right. And it's not even necessarily they don't want to see you. It's the time. Instagram, yeah. if you're on your phone on Instagram, you literally can't do anything else. Oh, oh. Um, so I did watch, I watched uh, maybe one or two that weren't on YouTube that you had on your Instagram page. I watched them. I ended up pulling Instagram on my computer to listen. That way I could do other shit while I'm listening. And then if y'all make a face, like if y'all say something about making a face, I jump back to the video and be like, wait, what did I miss? And then I like do that. So that's what I, that's how I kind of, get my content um just people time wise you could listen to more stuff if you're listening and not watching yeah yeah that's funny you just said that about if they make a, if they say something and make you want to go back and look because just the episode i just post i'm like we had a gap and we were laughing and i'm like do people really get it because they don't see the video they don't really know why we laughing because we kind of looked at each other and it was funny you know so i'm like a are they gonna miss that? But each each platform tell its own story in a way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 
I would say you know, don't overthink it either. True. Yeah. I, I, you know I do that. That's I know, what I, do. I know. Just like I seen you get up right now and try to tilt down your <laughs> your camera as we were talking. You're overthinking it. I th- I'm OCD, dog. I'm OCD. I got it. Like, it's, it was bothering me. B, you were going to say something? I, I was just going to say, you know, I was thinking about um, – earlier what she said about um you know your faith and, and and connecting with god and it just reminded me i was reading earlier um this morning for me it is it is y'all's morning but this morning for me i was reading about what happened in dc last night those black churches that were attacked and four people ended up stabbed is that what it- and yeah yeah and, and so you know and this is, I've probably said this before, but my husband is a, is a PK, you know, his, both his parents are pastors, both his grandparents are pastors. He comes from a long line, <laughs> a very religious background. And I, you know, we've been talking about potentially moving to DC when we leave England, because it's, you know, it's a black mega hub and we want to raise our son around people who look like him and in forward thinking areas. And I've spent a lot of time in DC. It's one of my favorite places. And uh, we have some friends down there and family and stuff. So, but to see something like that happen, it, it's frustrating, right? Because, I mean, at, at bare minimum, it's frustrating because then I think, you know, we will be bringing our son into a black church. We will be around, you know, making those connections. And we could have been very well sitting in one of those pews, you know, like, and and that fear, that realistic fear that bubbles up in your, in your system when you see something that happened like that, that it could have been someone you knew, it could have been you, it's somebody who looks like you. It, that it's like Like mental mental terrorism for black people for us to see that all the time yes and that's what i was talking about on my show when i had the black psychologist like how do we heal a wound that's always reopened and she was just saying we just gotta we just gotta get to the issue which (laughs) sometimes i'm not very optimistic i turn it to evan about that (laughs) about the oppressor and Thing, so I don't know because it's, it's, past behavior is the best predictor of of future behavior, right? So it's it's not even really about optimism. It's about you. You're smart enough to know that if somebody has done something three times in a row, they're probably going to do it a fourth, a fifth, and a sixth. Yeah, that's realism. Truly, and it's funny you say that, Kara, because like it brings me to I watched uh, your interview with Ari Spears, and y'all got into a little. Uh, back and forth about religion and he was very pessimistic there. And I kind of like, I'm not big. I'm not a big religious person. I kind of, I personally feel him more than I feel, you know, y'all when y'all talk about it, but just as far as like the, the attitude, it sounds like he was kind of there with it. Like if there, he was kind of saying to her, if there is a God, how come, bad things happen to good people type shit. And that, and that kind of, the pessimist, you know, showed up there. And I think that kind of where he was coming from when you just asked, like, when you just said you're, like, you know, pessimistic about it. Oh, yeah. That was, I remember exactly, that was that was a crazy episode. It was a lot of fun. It did get a little hit bit in there. And, you know, look, it, he he probably wouldn't admit it, but it sounds like he just been through like he just angry right now, you know. And I I have my moments, you know. Faith is a thing, you know. Sometimes it wavers, you know. And yeah, you know I 
I mean, look, I've been, you know, I've been angry about this shit. Like, I'm from the South. I grew up there. I seen racism. I had it thrown at me. You get tired and you say, well, why did it seem like one race is always the the bunt of the jokes? You know, right. why is it that we have to go through so much shit? You, you get, being Black can be very exhausting. And I guess for those who don't see the beauty in being black, they coon. But for me, I love being black. I don't give a damn how some people just don't want to be black because they feel like how other people look at it. No, I, I love this shit. Like everybody hate us. It must be a reason why they see the beauty. Yeah. That's a for good real. point. Yeah. I don't know. I just I don't know what it's it's hard it's hard you try to stay optimist optimistic but it's rough it's difficult um what's been uh try to get more positive I guess what's been your bit like <laughs> favorite interview to date on Care Dangerous Talks who favorite interview I've just to be honest with you I've I look back and it's like I've done a lot of interviews. Like most of the full episodes not even up yet. I mean, it's hard for me to any time to pick a favorite. It's like I got different ones I like for different reasons. Yeah, you know, yeah. like, like I could tell you, like Lunell, one of my favorite guests. Which that's when I was first starting out. I had Lunell, and my my computer wouldn't my my phone wouldn't allow me to save it. So nobody got to see it. Like if you weren't there in the live, uh, you know, we talked about a lot of things and I was like, Well, maybe the world didn't need us like here. Like you know. So but she was a lot of fun and she's very supportive with me. She's gonna come back on the show again. Um just just a show I had a couple of what about two weeks ago now, Omar Gooding. I like that one. Oh my god. That boy a fool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he really is a goddamn fool, yo. But he he could just go and he got stories. He got stories. One thing kind of pissed me off about that about you. You uh <laughs> you let yep, yep, yep. I'll I'll tell you. I'll tell you. You let him say he blew all his money in six months and you didn't follow up on that. I'm like, I need to know how he blew all his money in six months. <laughs> oh man. He threw you to alley and you just was like <laughs> you know what but other than that i love so, the interview <laughs> so many things be going through your head doing them interviews new questions old questions yeah i believe it yeah, you know yeah. yeah that definitely a fun interview though <laughs> yeah we don't we don't really do interviews here um rare i mean we had a mayoral candidate a few Last year, but again, friend, a friend of ours, supporter of the show, like we like, I, I'm I'm not a, like I could, if you bring me out of my shell, I come out, but it takes, it takes a lot to get me there. So I don't like, I like organic conversations. I like, I don't like forced anything. If I got to force it, I don't want to do it. Unless I'm, you know, if I'm getting paid for it, then it is what it is. But if I gotta, if I gotta force it, I don't, you know, don't want to do it. But you, you're not like that. You love talking to people. <laughs> you talk to, you could, you could talk to anybody you see just walking by and just say something to them. And that's, I mean, that's how. But I mean, I guess that's how you get organic. The people like me out of their shows. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, the show is called Care Dangerous Conversation. First, 
So the whole thing, and I, I at first I didn't want nobody saying I was interviewing. It, it was a conversation, but I changed the name because I got sick of everybody else with the name conversation. I wanted to come up with something more or more that fit me and original. So I came up with Care Dangerous Talk. So I, I guess instead of saying interview, I like to say we just talk. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you know, I feel like with everybody, I just talk to them like they my homie, and you know, just keep it chill. You know, no pressure. Let's just have a let's just have a talk. So, right. Yeah. Well, Evan is dangerously antisocial, so that's difficult for him. And how he how he decided to be have a podcast and he don't like talking to no goddamn body is <laughs> most ironic thing ever. Well, like, maybe he does like talking, but he no, just no. This nigga, no, 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 no. Door because he didn't want to speak to somebody one time. Yes. When we were together in my house. <laughs> Get behind the door. Like. Oh. Yeah, there's people coming on. My neighbors came down the stairs and he hid behind my door when I opened the door to like answer and then stood there until they left because he didn't want to talk to anybody he didn't know that bad. But here Damn. he is. Here he is with a podcast. This is all his idea. Listen. <laughs> all right, y'all told see see what I mean, Kira? See what I mean? That's why no, I know you have somebody else. You gotta do it. Yeah. Um, now, for my side of that story, mm. I was sitting in the chair right in front of the door, right? She opens the door. I'm the first. Per- they see me before they see her. Now you got awkward, awkward icon. All right, so while y'all talking, I'm supposed to sit there and just, like, look, keep looking. Like, I'm not, I don't want to be part of this conversation. So you op- about to open the door. I said, all right, I'm going to go sit over there until you're done talking to who you're talking to. And then I'm going to. Get back comfy where I was. That's all. No, you hid. You hid. didn't go sit. You Yo, y'all hid. acting like I was in the closet. Like maybe he just maybe he just awkward because it's like Evan all his a, life. Yeah, he a, he a talk. Yeah, he a talk. But I guess he just got a bump with you first. You know, yeah. not bump like sex, but bump like know you like yeah, a little bit. I, we can swear on this. I got to fuck with you. If I don't fuck with yeah. you, I don't really want to like. I don't want to force anything. I don't want to force anything. If it's not organic, if it's not natural, that's why, like, I hate small talk. I I hate it with a passion. Anything that's forced, I don't want to do. Like, we we joked, we joked, we had a whole conversation about wedding rings last night, like, last last week. But you talk that, that about whenever you're forced to do something you don't want to do is when I kind of re- rebel in a way. I don't know. Is that the half white in you? Probably. It is. It is. I don't like small talk. Me neither. Me neither. And I will I, I will say I do go out of my way to avoid small talk. Like if, if I am gonna get in an elevator and this is pre COVID and somebody there's too many people in there, I'll just wait my turn. Cause I don't wanna be like, Hi, how's the weather? I just wanna silently ride in the elevator to wherever I'm going. They just, right. they just don't talk to me if the strangers don't talk to me. They talk to them too. Yes. It's because you're yes. darker than us, you know. They they're not they threatened by you. <laughs> they threatened by you. We got less threatening skin tone here, all right? <laughs> I can't believe this folder said a hot mess. That's why now see care, that's why we named the episode or the podcast The Goddamn Fools, is because yo, you're gonna come here, we're gonna talk, we're gonna have serious talks, serious conversations. But we're gonna get these jokes off. We're gonna we're gonna make jokes that are politically incorrect, and we'll make you say, "I can't believe he just said that." But yeah, that's him. 
we're joking, but there's still a little bit of truth behind it too. You know what I mean? It's fucked up. It's real fucked up, and that's right. what we want to, you know, fight against. And that's what we're all, you know, we're all for, we're all against that shit. But we still gonna get these jokes off. Right. You know what it is? It's not even Eric's skin tone. Is he's got good resting bitch face. Like my husband, Yo. he's chocolate, but everybody talks to my husband and he talks to everybody. I told the doctor the other day, I said, my son is going to be just like him. And those two niggas are going to out talk me out of the house. There's going to be no room because there's going to be so much words in my home. My husband loves to talk about everything, anything, all the things he sees. I'd be like, okay. All right. <laughs> It loves it. So that's what it is. It's the rest in bitch face. Yeah. <laughs> she called you yeah. a bitch. Are you going to let her talk to you like that? Well, you know, <laughs> I, I don't give you much in the face unless I'm angry about something, you know, and then, uh, which is rare. It, no, very. But I'm the, out of, out of the two of them, I'm the most social one. So once somebody talks to me, I won't shut up. But they, you know, they, it's the barrier. It's a blessing. Don't come talk to me. Huh? We don't got, if you don't got nothing to say, you know, we can just keep it like right here. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I think there's a difference between like not enjoying small talk and just being bad at it. I just I don't like I'm not I don't enjoy it and I'm bad at it. Y'all might not enjoy it, but y'all are decent at it. Maybe. Well, we have jobs where we've had to be like I've worked in customer service. I've worked in healthcare for over a decade now. So like I have to be able to to like turn on my customer service smile and be like, hello, Susan, how are you doing today? <laughs> Type yeah. of thing. But I, it's not my thing. At yeah, all. my work, I could I could get away <laughs> with it, with not talking, not being talkative if I don't want to. But also, like, as a therapist, all I do is talk to people, like, especially, you know, when I actually have free time to really have a full course load, a caseload. It's a lot of conversation. So, like, I have to come home and, like, hit the switch and turn it off and, like, switch gears. Because when you talk to people all day long, sometimes you really just value silence. Like, I just want to hear my inner monologue sometimes and collect myself. Yeah, especially if you, like, code switching and faking it and talking how you don't normally talk or how you would like to talk, that shit is exhausting. I don't have to do that anymore because, well, one, I went to school for 500 years to not have to do that so that I could work with people <laughs> who I can be myself with in the space. And that's something that I appreciate so much about my clients, you know, but like working at the hospital, for instance, when I worked at the hospital in our city, I mean, I was the only black person in the whole financial, uh, office. I was the youngest employee and it was uncomfortable. Everybody was like 40 plus years old. And I felt like pushed to, to perform, right. Like to be, to make myself feel like I wasn't, I don't know. It was just a very uncomfortable situation for me. And I'm glad to never have to feel that way again. And that came, I think with age and just being like, this is what it is. I'm going to be blacky black all the time. Cause I don't want to be anything else. Blackity black, black. <laughs> Blackity black, black. Cause, cause code switching is exhausting. Not you know what I mean? Like, not it, it it sucks. <laughs> and then if you don't, you get like, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. There was a little bit of lag, but I was just gonna say like, if you don't, then you get identity taxation. Right. Where like if you don't code switch, then people are like, is that your real hair? And what's it like to be black? And what do you put in your potato salad? And, you know, like, and then you're like, all right, not raisins, <laughs> not raisins. 
do they go so they go straight with the black would you be or does the puerto rican like like how does that I thought you was latino i am i am but i'm afro-latino my my puerto rican family is all black black is so i mean and like black black like the black and the meat. Beautiful, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, beautiful, rich black skin. It's amazing, and you know, culture to me is it, it's so important. So yes, like there is the, the the Latino part of it, but racially, there's the black part of it, and I get both. So all my life, I've always gotten both. Um, I'm, I'm Puerto Rican too, so. Are you really? No. Nah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was gonna say. Nah. You honestly, you, you could be my much. cousin. Like, <laughs> truly, <laughs> but. <laughs> So, yeah, I've always gotten both. It really depends. Blow your breath like the big bad wolf, but you never blew down nothing. Your attitude's disgusting. How you wake in the morning? After world, you something. Your emotional like a woman. I can't tell you nothing. Need a stop of that front end. Shrek got knocking, you know it. Run your mouth, but it's slowing down. Throw your fist like a chopper sound. Please don't visit, don't come around. So it's going down. Bigger than me won't go round for round. Know your kind, know your type. Hang it up, say goodnight. You ain't pretty cool, but don't feel the fright. Get your finger out my face. I wanna see those eyes, you're coward side. Sound like the tower, I'm on the watch. Out of hours, still hit on sight. Stop at the evil, bring it to the light. Stop at the thirsty, go feed your life. I hope I eat the mic, I got a piece of side. You ain't talking about nothing. Run up, show you something. I got that bass and it's bumping, bumping. Talking about you ain't looking about you ain't really about nothing. That's the way that it's going down. Close the mouth, they won't hear a sound. All you do is play around. Pour the drinks round for round. I can't see us hanging round. Who you thought you putting down? You ain't talking about you ain't looking about you ain't really about nothing. I can't be about nothing. Let me show you something. My words on the beat keep me alive. I don't claim the streets cause I don't speak live. I'd rather go walk than walk inside. This ain't running for nothing. Calculate the mouth. Talking like the finest college school. I ain't teaching them nothing. Nah. My T not big, but they bucking. I'm the wrong deer for hunting. I know you think that you funny, but you really lame and you corny. I don't think that you really down. You just like to come stand around. Know you phony, know you're tight, but you ain't boss or nothing. Could have been cool, but you wanna be a two boy. You ain't screwed with nothing. Still gotta float up, plane or trap boy. You ain't talking about nothing. Try to start up, swat a loose cannon. You ain't really about Yeah. 
Thank you. Yes. Care Dangerous 2. Yo, I I fucks with it. And you you've been living in what? New York for what? A year now? Yeah. Just about just about. It's I, a year. I hear like and I like I like Care Dangerous 1. I like this one better, but I, yeah. maybe it's because I'm from Connecticut, tri-state area. I grew up listening to the New York New York rappers. I, I feel I hear the New York influence on this album. Yeah. I hear it. How has that been? Like is that do you did that contribute to this album at all? You know, I fuck with New York like some of my favorite rappers are New York rappers, you know. So I mean, I, some of the songs I wrote, you know, way before I moved here, but I feel like I always like cuz I love you know, East Coast rap, like, that's always going to be, like, a part of my music, just the way they kind of do things. So, but, yeah, I mean, I, I I do have some New York rappers on there, so I think that helped, you know, yeah. Blood of the Boss, uh, who's on two of the songs on there, he's from uh, Brooklyn. Okay, I hope it. he better be from Brooklyn or they're going to be mad because they don't play about them barrels. I don't want to get beat up or nothing, but uh, uh, but uh, yeah. So, and who else? On, yeah, I got somebody from the south on there, but yeah, it got it just got a grimy feel to the album. Like it's kind of I call it industrial. It's like a it's not dark, but it's like I know what you're saying, basically. I, yeah, I, yeah. Like I don't know if if there's like who produced it, produced records or mix, but I just I feel I I don't know. I just feel a little bit more New York to this than I did the last one, and I like the last one. I just yeah, this I I like this I enjoyed this one a little bit more. Yeah, this one got a different vibe. I feel I've been listening to it and I I feel the same way about you. It's like I like the first one a lot, but this one just got I don't know. It just like a different groove to it, you know? Yeah. What's your uh your, your single is nothing? Yeah. Is that your favorite song on the album, or you thought that was the most like single worthy song? Ugh. I mean, I'm the kind of person if I could if I could make a video and put out every song, I would. Mm. <laughs> it's like your because every track is like your baby. It's something that you like and dislike sometimes about every song, and then you change your mind about it. You know, it's yeah. I don't know. Wouldn't be life. I really like in a state of emergency. I like nothing too. But it's just like I be changing my mind at the time about which one I like the most. <laughs> yeah, the state of the emergency. I like yeah. You went in a different bag on that one, and uh, I told you to, I, I listed off the names I liked. I forget them off of the top of my head. It was something life. You know, you're talking about what was it? Your, is it, did your friend that passed? Uh yeah, another uh another day. You should have been prepared for me. You That's what I said. I, it's organic. It's all that. And I, I've li- Kira, Kira, I've listened to this five times. I don't. I just. I listen. I throw it on. I listen. I don't like read the names of the titles and stuff like that. You know. But I listen. Trust. You brain be buffering. Don't do that to him. You know what I'm saying. His, his mind. Also, my don't my memory all is, there. is trash. My brain be buffering like a motherfucker. I'm sorry. They know you ain't right in the head. So my bad. I forgot y'all. <laughs> wow. We can't. We can't even count on him to finish his sentences. Some days we'll oh. be. We'll be in a groove on the show, and he'll go to respond, and it's just 
dead silence. Just, just air. Yeah, you can see the pinwheel. You can see the pinwheel spinning in his head. You know? His brain just be like. See, all right, that's what it was. I was confusing Wouldn't Be Life with Another Day, but I like Wouldn't Be Life, too, now that I got the track list up. There so you go. How... I know where they fall on the album. I could, like, guess the next, like, one that's going to be popping up if I'm, like, listening to it. You know what I mean? You get in that rhythm of you listen to a whole album and you know what's coming next, but, yeah. So I'm curious, what do you rap about? Like, what are some topics that you've covered on your albums? Well, Care Dangerous, too, like you said, um, Another day about my friend who passed away. You know, that was a very touching song and a song that I was I was so proud of myself because exactly what happened, I told it the perfect story in that song and I think that's why people connect with it. You know, that's real. It was my real feelings. It was really the events that happened. You know, I got a call from his sister telling me he had like twenty four hours to live or a couple of days, whatever it was and you know, from that, I kind of wrote the song about the emotion that I felt. And this is somebody I grew up with, you know, best friends growing up from, you know, being children. You know, my birthday, December 7th. His was December 17th. So it was just, you know, touching. Yes. Well, I talk about that. You know, I talk about when people piss me off, I put that in my songs. And, you know. Love that. Yeah. I like my rap music angry. Me too. Well, yeah. Yeah, see, my music, I think it always sound a little aggressive, I guess. I don't know, Evan can tell you because he listens. Yeah, I think, like she said, this was, uh, I forget the term you used. Uh, what did you say? What did you, how did you, what word did you use to describe this album? I forget already. See, this is where my brain goes. I forget. I need to write shit down. I need to be better. But usually Wait. we're not like kind of like interviewing, so I Grime. don't have to. Grimy. I think there was another word, but yeah. So I think maybe that's where the I feel like some of your other stuff has been a little bit more fun, like yeah. fun, fun, fun. It wasn't. Like, I think w your last album you had one, one that was a little more grimier, yeah. or um, I think it was like the last track on Care Dangerous One. I forget exactly the Moments. name. What was that? Moments. It was a more of a like a what, deep if song. I knew then what I knew now or something like that. That's all. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's all. Yeah, but see, I can I can remember like little bits and pieces of lyrics, but I forget exactly the name. But it's the worst. But how was your process to record, especially during times like this? Was it people just sending you stuff back and forth? Were you meeting with people in the studio? Well, I had the album done before COVID, so okay. the, yeah, nice. Yeah, now I'm currently working on another one, but I'm just gonna be out there, man. You got to do it, like you know, you find people you feel safe with, wear your mask, mm -hmm. you know, and get out there because I can't stop the grind. I got to keep working. None of us are getting any younger, so you right. know, just doing it for the love, first of all. But gotta keep moving. You know, I, I gotta be doing something. I can't, or I feel like a loser. I can't just not do anything. Well, then I asked too because I, you can always tell when people don't record together. You can tell yeah. a verse was just sent back and forth. If somebody just sent somebody a beat CD, they were together creating it together. So I think nothing more of an organic feel when people are together making something as opposed to just sending shit back and forth. So, well, go ahead, sorry. Uh, well, the, the way that it worked now is like, uh, yeah, I mean, I had that conversation on my show a lot when different producers come on, you know, and how they feel about it. But we don't have to be in the same location. And when I go to a studio, it's probably not going to be with the person, the, produ the, the, mm -hmm. the person who made the beat. Right. And it could be a producer who made the beat and not just a beat maker. Yeah, right. But 
they're not in the same location as me. So I just got a relationship with this engineer that I'm going to to record my song. But I mean, I feel like there's some good in that too, because I got to get work done. It don't slow no process down. We can get shit done. We ain't got to be there in the same room. Yeah, it'll be great if we could all just vibe out. But if we can't screw it, I'm still, I'm still about to get this work done. And that's what I like about it. Gotta keep it pushing. Yeah. So if you finished this before COVID and you've been working this whole time, when's your next project coming out? <laughs> like, right. well, how much, how much you got in the, like, what are you working on? Well, I can't tell you all that, but I, <laughs> right, right. you're asking for trade secrets now. Yeah. <laughs> right, but I mean, I'm definitely going to put out another album next year. So, and I got the Care Dangerous Talk, the podcast website coming soon. Okay. So, okay. I got that. You know, y'all still got to listen to this album more. Like, it just came out, so it's going to be more videos. The Nothing video is out. Yeah, I, I didn't mean it like, are you dropping like next week? I meant like maybe the summertime because last Care Dangerous came out in December last year. Care Dangerous 2 came out in December this year. Basically, I'm asking, is it going to take another year before you drop the next one? Or are you? do you like doing it? I know you fucked with your birthday. You like dropping on your birthday. Is that going to be your routine going forward? Just drop drop what you got on your birthday? Or not what you got, but drop your project on your birthday? I got what you're saying. No, that's a dope question. Yeah, I do drop it on my birthday because it makes it extra special and it's a lot of fun and anticipation. But I'm probably going to mix it up a little bit and I would love to drop something in the summer because summer albums got different feels, you know, and we can do some different songs. I definitely know the next album I really want to swag out on it. I, you know, I think with this album I was able to put, a you know, a couple of serious topics in there. So I just want to have fun and, you know, Still show my skills, yeah. you know. Ain't nothing wrong with a little I, bit of balance on I it. I feel like nobody can doubt whether I can rap or not on this album. Like, I feel like I gave everybody something that they at least should be able to have one or two songs where they can say, okay, you know, Karen know what she doing. Like, she got the range. Rap. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> you ain't got to kiss my ass or nothing. But really, at this point, I feel like. I'm confident. Can't nobody say I don't know what I'm doing on there because I, I feel like I showed that I know what I'm doing. <laughs> One thing I noticed, um, your last album has no space or has a space in your name, but your new album doesn't have a space. So it's Care Dangerous Straight. So like when I went to go, like I clicked your name and I'm like, where's her Where's her last album? Why is there a, is there a reason you did it that way or is it just an Apple shit that fucked up? Yeah, because it's supposed to be Kara and then Dangerous, right? And then at some point on something, I guess I made a mistake and put it together. I can't remember what happened. but So it really is supposed to be a space in between the names. So well, I don't now, know. I'm just saying, like, when, so when people listen to this and they're like, yo, I want to go back and listen to the other one. I just wanted to throw it out there that you got to put a space in between to listen to her first one because it doesn't pop up like other music from this artist on the bottom. If that makes yeah. sense. You know what I mean? What what platform did you look on? Was that iTunes? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm on iTunes. So like if you scroll down here, it doesn't say the other, the other album. So I have to actually search for Kara Dangerous with a space. So basically you come up as if you're two artists, but you're one. That's whack. And you know what? Somebody told me that when they tried to download it off a of title. Mm, so it's it's like that on title too. 
Yeah. Ah. So, I mean, that's something to, something to look into. Thanks. I, I like how Evan gets me on here and talks about all my failures. <laughs> my my failures to upload my name of my music properly onto sites. Thank you. Your failures for everybody. Your failures like to be on time mm-hmm. to the episode. Yeah. I forget about that. He's the worst. Really? He is the absolute oh. worst. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Where uh, where can we find your older music? Cause you so ain't you just been rapping I- two years. You've been on like you, you got- had your music on first take, right? Yeah, I'm gonna throw that. So oh, give, you, give you a compliment. They had the little out bumps, you know. Care dangerous on the bottom. This is my house. Like I remember that. I remember them days. Who? Who house? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the song, but um. <laughs> talk about me. <laughs> you talk about me. You forgot your own damn song. <laughs> I'm about to sing Who Let Them Dogs Out. I'm about to forget my own damn song. Shit, how did my shit go? <laughs> <laughs> Who house is this? Who house is this? Okay, yeah. But um, everything you need to know about me is on Care Dangerous YouTube. I think it's Care Dangerous Talk now, so all that old stuff is on there. But right now, just get acquainted with these two albums. That's all y'all need to be worried about. <laughs> Video. Yeah, but sometimes so people like going back. That's all. Go ahead, B. I was going to say, so here's a question. You seem to have a lot of relationships established with, like, different um, artists, different, um, you know, prominent people in the Black community. How did that come about? Like Evan said, just running my mouth. <laughs> I love that. You know, I, I, you know I, don't, I don't like to be embarrassed, and I don't like to be rejected, but... I'm never, I'm never gonna let somebody say I can't do anything, even if I'm still working for it. I'm never gonna let anybody make me feel like I don't deserve to be in the room. I feel like I, I feel like I'm, I should be the biggest superstar. Like I feel, I feel like I'm on anybody level, you know. So I don't yeah. feel like nobody should be too big for me to try to talk to, and I mean that in the most humble way, like because I know who God told me I am or who I feel like I am because I'm his child and because of the gifts he gave me. So when I meet people, if I feel like, you know, this would be a good networking opportunity or I feel like this would be a good person for me to know, I come from a genuine place and I just keep people around or you just have a conversation with people. I tell people, you don't even have to talk to people because you're looking for something because people don't like to feel like they're being used. When I, when I holler at somebody, I'm I'm honestly just, how you doing? What's up? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, I'm, I'm trying to honor them, trying to show some love. So, yeah. I don't know if that question, but I, I think. Yeah, you're, that's I, real. You know, I have relationships because I just, I say hello. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but you I, know what? That's I, a rarity I, these days because of people like Evan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, people hide behind doors and shit. You know what I mean? Who would I be to work in entertainment for over 15 years and not have any contact? Even if we're not best friends, I should have, I should know some people just by saying hello. Right. You'd be me. <laughs> you know? You'd be me. I, I don't, I don't, I say, I mean, I say hello, like, how you doing? But that's, that's it. The, the small talk, even, you know, all the celebrities I've been around, people I've seen, talked to, been in the same room real quick. I think I 
I, I leave it there. And I, and that's, that's part of just my, you know, my personality and maybe it's my downfall. You know what I mean? It's, it's, maybe it's a flaw of mine, but I just, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what it is, but I, I, mean, I admire like, that with you. I admire that with you for sure. It's not, I think it's a flaw. I think for, depending on what kind of business you want to be, you have to have that social skill. I mean, if you want to go right. be a programmer or some shit, you can go sit in a room all day and not talk to nobody. I talk to them every day on the phone. I'm recruiting them. They're the most anti-social people in the world. They don't have to be social though. You sit them in front of a screen. They type some code in. That's all I need. That's all we need them to do. But in Kara's world, she has to talk to them. She has to be social. She has to build these connections. So it's a skill you have to build out depending on what you want to do with your life. Right. Like doctors. I prefer my doctors socially awkward because it means they're real nerds and I like it like that. <laughs> I need you to know your shit. <laughs> all right. So <laughs> truthfully. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. When I remember when I worked at the hospital and it, it always bothered me that all the doctors that worked in this inner city hospital were all white. They were all old, white, rich people. And I felt like they couldn't be accurately treating in a city that's majority black and brown. You know what I mean? And you would just see them huddled up in these masses only talking to each other. And they would be so awkward anytime you had to speak to them. They were smart, for sure, yeah. brilliant. But yeah, they were just so socially, like, just confused. Like, regular social graces, like saying good morning or hello, never happened in conversation with them. It's okay. Who are you listening to these days? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm a big playlist person now. I'm, I'm, I go to the playlist. I just go to YouTube and I just start clicking on some videos. You know, I I like um, Anderson Pack. Mm -hmm. We we big think, we big Pack fans here. So yeah, we like Pack too. Yeah, I think that uh, that's some real good sounding music there. Um, I like Young Dolph. Um, just on some, you know, hood stuff. Yeah, so yeah. Um, the ignorant shit. Yeah. Who else I like? It's always hard when people ask you. Oh uh, snap! Who knew that I'd be listening to? Uh, what's that boy name? Young, young, all this young shit. <laughs> young and little. Yeah, uh, bad. What's his name? They look like the black Bart Simpson. Money, yo, 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 bad, yo, money bag, yo, yeah, money bag, yo. Like Bart Simpson. I know the name. I don't know what he looked like. I'm gonna Google it right now. He looks like a black Bart Simpson. Real talk. I love that. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I see it. I see what you see. <laughs> <laughs> they got pictures of him with that. That's funny. Oh man. What's up, Grayson? Say hi. Look a little nap. Big nap. Say hi to the pretty lady. Yes. Aww. He's angry at the world because he's teething, so he just wants to be a mama, huh? Yes. Big curls. Yes. Short and angry like Evan. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but he'll grow though. Evan won't. He's done. They're almost the same height right now. 
Go get him. Go yo, get what that is nigga. going on here, yo? That nigga. Blaine. You supposed to be on my side, Kara. No, nah, you started it, man. I was, you had to early. Yo, man. Yo, y'all see this versus get canceled last night? Yeah. Because dumbass Ashanti. Ashanti caught that shit, boy. You know? Yo, she gonna be in Africa flying on airplanes, uh, no mask, and then be like, yo, I can't believe I got it. <laughs> yo. I can't believe it. Unbelievable. <laughs> They said she was on a multi-country tour through Africa. There's no masks. She's in groups of like 12, 15 people talking about, I don't know why I have COVID. I can't believe this. You can't? <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I saw the video where she was trying to explain. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I turned it off because I was turned off. And I hope she gets well, but it seemed like she tried to wear lipstick to make herself look sicker because she had on like some gray lipstick or some shit. And I'm like, oh, she's, I saw the live. I, I was watching the live. She did look a little correct. I said, Ashanti, you too fine for all of this. You look, you look yeah, nuts right like, now. It was like it was kind of playing to her being sick. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't mean no disrespect. <laughs> but I'm like, why she got, like they put on makeup like she was acting in the movie, like pretending she was sick. I'm like, we get it. <laughs> I didn't know she, she I didn't know she released a statement. That's funny. Oh, yeah, yeah, she was on Instagram Live arguing with people because people were telling her that she was trying to get out of it because she knew she was going to get washed by Keisha. Yeah, <laughs> and she put the, uh, what's the shit to go around, the lip liner? Is that what it's called? She threw yeah. that shit out. Now she look like she's sick. Like the man. <laughs> she she was a little gray about the face. She looked a little gray about the face last night, you know? Yeah, I'm like, come on, dog. I was looking at that shit. Shanti too fine to be looking like this on live. I turned it off. I couldn't take it no more. See? Yeah, even under her eyes, too. Like, even... Yeah. Like, maybe that wasn't the goal, but she definitely threw something on that. I'd rather just come clean. Look, I had to go get I had to go get a bag. You know what I'm saying? I, went, I, had, I had to make this tour. I had to go get these bags. You know, I left the mask at home. It went, it went with me in the motherland. And I came home, caught the COVID. I've never seen her look like that, though. Now, I now, like, it looked like she purposely tried to look bad. The f- right, because then in, in her first statement, she said she was still down to do it from her house because she said she felt fine. So I was like, which is it? Wow, what did she say on the? She said she wasn't feeling well. Right. She did. I didn't. I didn't listen. She said she wasn't feeling well. Yeah. Wow. See, I'm reading the first like of the caption. I'm not listening, obviously, because we're recording. But the first two lines of the captions is we all go through lessons in life. And hopefully this serves as a lesson that this pandemic is very real. Yo, like the it's ignorance. December. Right. It's too much. Right. Yeah. It's like month 10. Like I have no sympathy for you when people are struggling to stay alive. I can't give you sympathy. That's Ooh. stupidity. If it's if it's March, April, like sure. May I might give it to you, maybe. It's December and we're still going through this. Are you, right. are you talking about a life lesson? Like, no, you're just being ignorant. Two hundred and fifty thousand like, people. Rich. Are dead. She rich though. Like, I went and got these this fit these fifty masks from Amazon for twelve bucks. The black shirt, <laughs> they kind of fire. She could have got these. She go. She'd have been Gucci. She's wild. <laughs> I've been wanting them black joints, but I can't figure out how to order them to get here. Ooh, fire. They came. They came in a day too. What are the medical joints? Medical black joints? 
Yeah, they're like they're yeah. like the blue and white joints. They're, they're a little they're a little sturdier and they're black and they're a little bigger too. What the hell are y'all talking about? Masks. 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 <laughs> just oh. how uh, Ashanti's acting like acting like she's just like real like she just learned her lesson that it's the pandemic is real. Like they ain't been telling everyone this and people haven't been dying. Like it took it took you getting it. Not the damn near three hundred thousand people that died from it. It took you getting it to realize it was it was real. And I just People are like that, though. I mean, they they don't. I talked about that in one of my songs. It's, it's no truth unless you going through it. In a state of emergency, unless you going through it, you don't you don't give a damn because we so desensitized to other people's pain. Yeah, it's so we so individual individualized here. You know, we need to have empathy for each other. Empathy. Who or what is that? Whom or what is empathy? Not in America. It's so true. It's so true. And we just look like assholes as a country. Like, we just, we look like privileged assholes. Because we are. That's what we got to call a spade a spade, right? That's that's exactly it's what true. we are. And it's here, too. Even, even in England and the UK. Like, every time we leave the house, none of these white folks have masks on. They're in restaurants eating. There, there was a carnival in our town yesterday. We we walked through because we had to run to the store quick, and wow. there's booths outside. People are eating German food and Turkish food, and there's rides for the kids. You put your kids on public rides in a I pandemic? About, I thought they locked y'all back down. Until December fourth, we were locked down. I want to say December second, fourth around there. December fourth at twelve oh one. Niggas was in the streets. You already Bruh. know. And now they're getting the vaccine. They started giving the vaccine out this week here. They're starting with old folks. Yeah. So like some 81-year-old nigga named William Shakespeare got it. I Why, I don't know. <laughs> I thought I had the news. Random as hell. So I just look out my door every day to see if zombies are walking by or like what's happening. Because Well, I got the alert today. God the only knows. Uh, the first batch here stateside left out of the Pfizer facility in Michigan. I don't know where it's going, but it just left. I saw that. So there's something to this, right? So I thought like with them approving the Pfizer vaccine that it was approved, the FDA, right? But apparently it's only approved for emergency use because of the pandemic, but it's still going to take like another three years or something like that for them to fully vet the vaccine the way that they normally would any other kind of vaccine. The FDA did their panel Friday and recommended it emergency authorization. Right. So that's why it's on the trucks and I was going out because FDA get, said the recommendation was cool. But I think usually, like you said, they take two, three years to look at something before they say, okay. Which is why, like, when people are saying, like, why don't you want the vaccine? It's because of this. Like, I know that it takes years to truly vet a vaccine, to study enough people who have had it to see like how it affects, because it does, it will, and it will affect black people differently than Asian people, than white people because of genetic makeup and things of that nature, Um, pre-existing conditions. I just saw an article right now that said, after you take the vaccine, you should maybe not breastfeed, um, different things like that. Like, yo, how are you just serving this vaccine up on a plate with no, there's no menu to say like, you know, if you, if you are allergic to this, you might not want, you know, like. They said it's going to be like the flu shot too, because every year is a different strain of the flu that come out and you get a flu shot for one, but you don't get it for the other. And you right. just saw this in, in Baltimore with the Ravens. There was four different strains of COVID in the locker room. 
four. So which which strain is is the vaccine for? Man. Are they gonna put they gonna put a little little COVID medley in, in the back? Then y'all make sure you know cover what all your. in the Kool Aid? Yeah, just gonna cover your bases. We gonna put four or five in there. See which one which one to take. You know what I mean? Well, I'm gonna let y'all get it first and tell me how it goes. Won't be me. <laughs> Not this I, I want the placebo. Just just shoot some uh shoot a little little um what's the drink that they give you like a little banana bag when you hung over. Yeah. That's it. Don't, don't give me the Give me placebo. My thing yeah. is they can't even get the tests right. So I told y'all that my supervisor has COVID. She was diagnosed with COVID. Yeah. They tested her, told her she was fine. So she went to Thanksgiving dinner with her entire family, her kids, her like 90 year old granny. Wow. And then three days later, they called her back and they were like, we sent the culture up to the lab and you have COVID. Wow. Now, now this is, it's, it's December. She's sick as fuck. She has not worked in three weeks. Sick. Thanksgiving she tested before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Why did it take that long for her test to get processed? It's, How does that make any sense? I'm wondering if they gave her a rapid test and then they sent the, the piece. They get, they took two tests, one the rapid, one PCR. The rapid yep. one came back negative. Those are the ones we've been talking about. They're not as uh, accurate. They're just not. I don't know what the percentage of accuracy is. There's no real, probably no real way to tell. Um, But when the PCR one came back, that's the... Again, I don't know the, the percentage of accuracy, test. but that one is way more accurate, more accurate than, than the other joint. Yeah. This, and I guess part of the problem is, uh, uh, my wife, you know, worked in the urgent care, and she's talked to people there. Is people will get the PCR test back after testing negative on the rapid test, and they're like, "Oh no, I already tested negative. That test doesn't count. I'm good." And they're gonna still yeah. go. Out, they still go out and about, right? And spreading this shit, knowing right. they have it, but they. They refuse to believe the more accurate test. They just want the, well, the answer they wanted. Yeah, they man. want the well, test so that then, gave them the answer they wanted. So yeah. then get this. So then my supervisor says nobody in her family contracted the virus. Her kids don't have it. Her husband doesn't have it. Nobody she went to Thanksgiving with has it. Oh, so they just got lucky. How though? How like how? Got Everybody lucky. got lucky. Yeah. I, mean. I just. I don't understand this virus. It don't make no sense to me. It's crazy. I've been, I've been down the road for the past three weeks. You know what I'm saying? And thankfully, I've come back negative each time. I've taken a, I've taken three different tests now. Two rabbits into the PCR when I came back last week from DC. But you know, it's just one of those things. Like you going up and down these roads, or like she did, she went saw the whole family. It's one. It's just random shit. She could have been in the house with everybody and had a cold. Nobody caught a cold or caught the flu. And knew she had this shit, but or she could have been room with five people and they all could have got it. Or she could have gave right. someone in the store one day. Who knows? Like my thing is it is it based on the strand like the strand of the the virus, like the different strains? Like is it like uh one is super contagious, the other one is not? It, like they don't know enough about it yet. So I think that's another pe- reason people have an issue with a vaccine. You don't know everything about it yet. Like I think I we use I use the example for polio when they because they they had a polio vaccine back in like the 40s, 30s or 40s. And but they're able to figure out what it was and it wasn't like this. This is airborne, really contagious. And you also get people that um don't don't believe it. Like they'll say, Oh, it's just the flu. 
The flu ain't killed 300,000 people in nine months. That's right. not, it's just not a thing. So for the people to downplay like that is super dangerous, as you can see. You got Florida, Florida let niggas do whatever they want. You can go to Georgia right now, you can go to the club, you can go to Magic City, you wanna go to you wanna go to Compound, you wanna go hang out and V Live, go have a ball. Here, don't there ain't nothing open past nine thirty. Take your ass home. Kara, you're in New York, right? Yeah. How has it been there? Um, you know, <laughs> shoots. It's all right. You know, in the beginning, it was like I was ready to see more people wear their masks. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, I got my mask on. Where's your mask? But, you know, then, then, you know, a month here, a month there, more people start wearing masks, you will see. Then, you know, more months came. And then it's like, I'm sick of wearing the mask sometimes. My damn self. Mm -hmm. You know, especially mm -hmm. if you have to go upstairs and you know, carry big groceries or whatever. But I feel like the restaurants and stuff, you know, they're trying to do the best job they can. It's an unfortunate situation here, especially because the restaurants are where a lot of us go to have fun, you know, break bread. And there's so much of the economy here in New York. Mm -hmm. And trying to just see them survive, you know, you know, uh, I live in like a Dominican neighborhood or Latino neighborhood and you know, you'll see them still out there trying to enjoy, the, you know, a lot of people building outside little situations so you can yep. sit outside and, yep. you know, you just, and you know, they say maybe shut down again. I, say, I heard they banned all, they banned all dining now, indoor dining. Indoor, yeah. But they're building yeah. the outdoor indoor, or they're building the indoor outdoor. <laughs> yeah. I dinner for my birthday on the 7th and we still ate inside. Oh no, they locked it down tonight, starting tonight, I think. In New York? Yes, Kira. <laughs> Mid midnight tonight. Look at you. Okay, don't you? She's how, done. How did you notice? How am I gonna go on dates? <laughs> you gotta sit outside. I got I got bad news for you. I got real bad news for you. Oh, you can You gotta oh, put on your your goose jacket. <laughs> put on your goose. You know what I'm saying? Go sit in a somewhere. Since March sucks. Okay, it's just a sad situation because of these businesses. But you asked me how it's doing because of COVID, and like the city's still trying to make it. I don't know how. I don't know how it's gonna be done. I feel like when Biden get in, we may have to do like a whole another shutdown just because it wasn't done right the first time. Yep. Yeah, and people are gonna be sick I of it. it, and they they need they should have. I don't know if even it's too late now, but we talked about it. They should have. They should pay people to stay home because that's the biggest thing is how am I going to, how am I going to eat? How am I going to pay my bills? They should pay people's bills. You know what I mean? They should pay people's bills to the shit. They get this shit situated and figured out because nobody is on the same page. And yeah, but look I, now, they're going to shut down all the dining in New York in the city, right? Business owners, the people that work there, everybody's affected. You're talking about thousands and thousands of businesses, thousands of people are going to be shit out of luck because they got to shut it down. I get they have to shut it down, but if you shut something down, you have to have an, an alternative, and they don't have one. Yeah, you shouldn't be shutting down and then telling people, figure it out. We're shutting it we're, down, figure it out. You need to say, we're shutting it down, but we're giving y'all money to live. And there, all these bailouts, all these uh, plans has money have money for the rich figured out. They figured out all that shit where they get benefit. 
where they benefit from this, but your business owners, your normal average everyday people aren't getting anything. Right. Only people winning is Pfizer and Moderna <laughs> and Biotech or whoever else made the other joint. Them niggas come up. It's come up city for them. They eating right now. And Jeff Bezos. Yo. Big big Jeff. Big money Jeff. He out here eating. Yes. <laughs> let's, let's be clear. It's gonna get rough out here for some people. That's a fact. And, and, yeah. You know, it's gonna get rough and some of these industries, especially like the TV business, people gotta go and get more skills. I feel like a lot of the, these jobs are gonna be downgraded to the point where not many workers are gonna be working there. It's gonna be like a smaller amount of people. People gonna have to go back to school, learn new trades. I mean, you better learn how to be a community again. Yeah. Well, people gotta take care of each other. Yeah. But you know what happens when people you see what happens when people don't have or they feel desperate, they start doing stupid shit. Yeah, y'all took all the toilet tissue and the paper towel. <laughs> I got a stockpile in the house right now. <laughs> we, we, we all need toilet paper. You don't have to take the, all the damn... No, no. I, we went to Costco. I'm saying? Went to Costco. Racked up. You go to Costco now, they tell you right right when you walk in, here's what we got, here's what we don't got. We don't got no toilet paper. We don't got, we don't got no paper towels. We got some sanitizer. We got some Lysol wipes. What you got to do so you don't buy it all at once is anytime you go to the store, just get some slowly. Mm. Yeah. Anytime you go to the store, just get a small pack, big pack, whatever you want to do. Like diapers. Yes. Oh, yeah. Just I took a picture the other day of how much, how much paper towels and toilet paper we got. It's we, not going to. We hoarding. It's not going to go to waste. I've seen what happened back in March. Y'all ain't going to have me like that again. Y'all ain't going to catch me nah. slipping like that again. I had right. to go to. I went to three cities and eight stores to find toilet paper and soap back in March. Ooh, it was a struggle. Yeah. I rather... Y'all well, don't know how to use a rag? No, you... <laughs> That's a lot of laundry, you know? That's a lot of laundry. Depending on what... what, what for your ass? For your shit ass? What? I'm throwing that rag out. What you talking about, Karen? What? I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be regular. You know what, what I'm saying? Like, what part of the South are you from? No, I'm just saying, I, I'm, I, these are conversations that have to be had when it comes down to having the bare minimum. Yeah. You can't be acting all, you can't be acting all, uh, what's the word, bougie. If you got to use a rag, your ass, your, you want your ass to be itchy, you got to use a rag. Yeah. That's what you got. Not itchy. Listen, listen. Right after, no. yeah, no, and and this is something I've learned as a mom. You gotta you just make use of what you got, and that's you just gonna do it. <laughs> One, Bianca, tilt your camera up a little bit. Two, sorry, I had the baby. <laughs> two, yes. Worst case, you gotta use the rag. You gotta do what you gotta do. But I'm 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 doing what I gotta do not to get to that worst case. All right, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I am doing. So yes. Back in March when they caught me up. Do you have those conversations with your family if this happens? Like how people have bomb shelters and this and that? Do you think about what if food did go out of supply? Like, do you think about things like that? What would we do if water ran out or this ran out? Like, oh, no, I'm dead. I'm dead. Just kill me. Really? <laughs> Just kill me. I'm dead. It's over. Okay. I ain't got no food or water. My neighbor ain't got no food or water. I guess I'm gonna die. <laughs> we have to live off up here in Connecticut, up here in the tri-state area, as you can see. We ain't spread out. We all living on top of each other. Some go right. bad. We all hit. 
So here we have like the commissary on base where it's like all U.S. products. And that's it's one commissary for there's two bases full of people in this area. So when they do the lockdowns or when like stuff got real bad in March, all the items were gone. So like I kept warning my husband, I'm like, every time we go to the store, get these things like certain things because it's going to go fast because there's not enough to cover the whole base. Right. So now he's just broken. Whenever he goes to the store, he just buys as much as he can because I think I traumatized him when he when he finally went to the store and he seen all the aisles were completely empty because then our only option is like trying to find like the UK equivalent and one, their food is bland. So mm. it's very difficult to like find certain spices, things like that. Two, like their products are just different. They're comfortable using like a lot of different chemicals in their products that necessarily we don't or vice versa it it takes a lot of ingenuity to like figure out how to make things work it's a lot it's a lot so now he just buys struggling to find some garlic powder ain't a garlic powder to be found in the good old uk you feel me yo onion powder goes out of of like literally sold out in that store every other week so now i have four because (laughs) y'all kept getting me and I can't eat unseasoned food. So now there's four onion powders in my in my I'm, cabinet. And I don't feel bad about it because I will use them. When you yeah. left here, how much adobo did you bring with you when you left here? So I ha- it's not even the, the adobo that's the problem. It's the items that I need to make sofrito. So I have my mom send it to me on like a regular basis because I need to cook food with like flavor. We can't even find good pizza here and it distresses me and breaks I'm my soul apart. She's wild. I'm never leaving America. Yo, I can't find a good I'm not, I'm not leaving America. Girl, get her a plane ticket. She said her soul. Man. I love pizza. Where's she going? Just... <laughs> Wait, I'm about to mail her a pizza from Chicago. Please. I'm about to say Please. That. Yeah, I need a slice. Pizza. Yo, and they'll like send us advertisements that have these beautiful pepperoni pizzas on it. And then we order because we're suckers. And it Stop. comes and the pepperoni is like weird and it smells funny. And the cheese is like not melted. And it just, the sauce tastes, oh my God. I've never been so depressed. We've Sorry. ordered from like Seven different places in our area. thing, You want that real? <laughs> she said the cheese ain't melted. I'm gonna have to cook. I ain't going to she no got, restaurant. She got, calf. she got calf pizza. <laughs> like, <laughs> I have been cooking almost every day since March. The only takeout place that is near us where we are in England is KFC. That is like that is it. So we cook every day. Yeah. Because everything's closed. That should just stress me out just thinking about it. I'm so tired of cooking. That's why I hate this pandemic. I have, I I want to go to restaurants. I want to pay somebody to feed me. I miss it. Yeah. <laughs> That's been facts. I was talking to my boy last night. Um, talked to him last night about again. He was like he wants to go to Aruba for our, our birthday. Our birthdays are like two weeks apart in April. I was like, fam, we're not going. It's not happening, baby. He like he, he got he got mad faith. He got the faith of a mustard seed, as they used to say <laughs> in the book. You know what I mean? I don't think it's happening, but you know we're gonna keep prayed up because I want him to be right. I need, I need to go see some some palm trees, some some blue water, some white sand. Look at you being pessimistic, half glass, empty ass nigga. Nah, it's not happening, my nigga. Tell him, Eric. You know what I'm saying? It's not. You talking? We're, we're dead in the water you're here. You talking leaving in three and a half months, E? 
Like that means you got to be confident enough in at least two to two and a half to purchase a plane ticket, right? Let me tell you something. I've been on a plane already. I, you know, I look. I figure I'm gonna die anyway someday. I just don't want to expedite the process if I can help. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's been planning this whole time, and I'm like, man, I really want to go somewhere too. I want to go to Vegas. <laughs> you want to go everywhere? I'm like, I want to go everywhere right now. The tickets cheap, and that's another thing. They know good. Cheap. These oh, airplanes. Well, I can't go nowhere. Three dollar plane tickets. Fuck them. They know they didn't have to be as high as they used to be. They could have exactly. given because they know we're gonna go to. They know we're gonna fly. So why it gotta be so damn expensive? Let people in build enjoy a damn vacation, man. Listen, I flew once during this pandemic. It's because I had to come here, and I flew in March, and I was three and a half months pregnant. I wore goggles, gloves, and a mask, and it was like a six and a half hour flight, and I just sat in my seat. I didn't move. I didn't breathe. I didn't eat. I didn't drink. <laughs> When my husband picked me up at the airport, I stripped in the bathroom and he brought me clothes and I put those on. I was so paranoid. I never want to experience paranoia like that again. I felt like Evan. I was like, yo, this level of paranoia on a, like, it was, I felt like I was just carrying germs. But that's, that's Evan on a Tuesday though. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. You know? That's like exactly. a regular thing, man. You know I, mean? I don't want to live that way. No, no, that's crazy. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a germaphobe, Kara. That was, that was the shot they just took at me right there. Oh, I had no. I'm. I'm. I got some germaphobe tendencies myself that only close people know about. Yeah. So, but they, I, I, I slipped up. You know, I was vulnerable. I told them how I felt oh, he on goes. an episode, and now they're no, using it against me. Fun. Like some friends. Oh, like why, why, why have enemies when you got friends like this? Hey, I don't I, know. I, yeah, all right. I know you're not trying to pitch that story to her the way you've been dragging her this whole episode. All right. Talk about friends oh. like us. Yeah. See, they Thunder. even throw you under the bus. This is crazy. Somebody she she, she hit you with a bus like me because you pitched her whole episode. Do that young you woman under the bus. bus Devin. You are the bus that ran me over. Exactly. She know. Look at look at she look at you trying to try to get out of it. She know. <sighs> all right, y'all. So I all right. I've yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like, I gotta hours. go eat. A late breakfast now because Kara was late. So <laughs> look, 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 even even Black Santa just fell off the wall. Put your ass I appreciate y'all. Black Santa. Black Santa had enough. I love it. You gotta have Black Santa in your household. You goddamn right. Yo, yeah. Growing up, Santa was black. All right, it, it was right Mrs. Here. Claus that was white for me, but Santa was black. All right, <laughs> I tried to order us some black Santa uh, matching Christmas outfits, and the store was like, "We can't guarantee a shipping date," so I had to cancel the thing and just get like, "Hi, baby, uh, I'm mommy's coming. I, I come in. I'm sorry, my son is giving me the stink eye. Before I go, I want to ask you, what? Sorry, he's so rude, right? <laughs> my baby's so rude. What comes next for you?" Because you're so ambitious, there has to be something coming next. Oh yeah, there is something coming next. There's one thing I can't talk about right now. I'm still go. trying. Okay. I'm Are still we... trying to iron out the deal with that. And thank you for reminding me because I need to do some work on that. But something big <laughs> probably will be coming soon, maybe in the new year, that everybody should be looking out for. Care Dangerous Talk uh, website will be coming out soon. Merchandise that you can purchase, um, and just you know, make sure y'all support, follow, subscribe, wherever I am. Keep looking out for me. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. All right, and I'm gonna I'm gonna drop a I'm gonna drop some songs in this episode. I'm gonna drop one in the middle of us talking. I'm gonna drop one, another one at the end. So there we go. 
Thank you. Y'all make sure y'all listen to the album, Beyonce and Eric. Yes. I, I was going to say, yeah. we don't have her socials, so make sure you send them to us because I want to, you know, yeah. I got like five minutes of non mommy time where I squeeze in my stuff. And if y'all follow me, I'll be back. Okay. At Care at Dangerous? Uh, wait, for what? Wait, talking about Instagram? Instagram, yeah. Yeah, at Care Dangerous. Do you have a, Do you have Twitter? Yeah, but ain't nobody interacting with me on there. I don't really be on it like that. Ah, see, we we're we're Twitter has we. That's where we're at the most. Twitter. Mm-hmm. We're still well, we're part of that original <laughs> two thousand nine, two thousand eight ish. What was that? Oh, no. I'm on at Care Dangerous though. I mean, but. Find you, yeah. I'll throw the tags in the oh, episode. Oh, no tag, throw Spotify on there, iTunes or whatever, and uh, but you know definitely the IG and the YouTube, IG and YouTube, the big ones, and Spotify. Hell yeah, hell yeah! Thanks for coming on. It was good chopping it up with you. You're now a friend yep. of the show. Whenever you want to just come on and bullshit with us, less even <laughs> stop me mugging. Damn, <laughs> I love it. Hit him, hit him with a rapper pose. That's Ugh. right. That's how my son looks at me all day. <laughs> Whatever y'all want to come chop it up with us, man. Just give me the word. Thank you. I appreciate that, y'all. Appreciate Thank y'all waiting on me. And then Thank once, you for coming. Once this pandemic's over, if you're still in New York, care, I might have to just come down and kick it. I'm like, even me as an antisocial person wanting to be in the house, a homebody, I'm ready to get the fuck out of here. Man. I'm ready. Man. So yeah, I'm, you, like, you still got to live, dog. You still yeah, got to live. Ha- I'm ready to get the hell out of here. So, listen, just be glad you're not a mom. I haven't had a drink in a year this month. Okay, a year. Oh Why Yo, you have one now? Back in December, because I'm breastfeeding. We were like, oh. yeah, let's have a drink. She was like, I can't. I said, oh no, look at my name. Oh, no, you better start Thank you. pumping. Appreciate you. And, you better start pumping and dumping. I'm, I'm down bad, dog. I'm down bad. I can like smell wine in my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> All right, at, at the goddamn fools across social media, we're on. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, Apple Podcasts. Rate us how many stars, y'all? Five stars. Don't be a hater. <laughs> Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, all all that place. Uh, she's at Kara Dangerous, right? Kara Dangerous. Subscribe. I'll throw all her 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 links in there. I'll tag her in our Instagram post. All that. I'm at F Swain. Black of Wall Street. Hi, Bianca. Thanks for listening, y'all. Peace. Peace. (laughs) (laughs) It ain't the same around here like it used to be. You'll see people sit together like you used to see. I keep telling the people to find inner peace. Don't pull out that gun. You gon' end all We live in a state of emergency. This is a size to emerge. If it ain't happening to you, see no need for urgency. You can get shot when you stand, record a video, snap a picture with the phone in your hand. Go viral, gain some fans. You need this has been dumbed down to be different. Follow trends. How can they really follow Christ? They follow so many friends. Path to destruction. Lead to so many ends. Relationships can't be strong if nobody bends. Reality TV got adults playing make-believe pretend. Hard working on the app yet can't pay for a win. Holding this to get you put out and safe for the sin. Gotta take chances no matter if they slim. Sometimes you gotta bet on yourself.
yourself this good money spent. Don't put too much stock in idols, but they to be your rival. This life about survival, it's all a recital. You can deplete your soul trying to fill a title. They say people cry for help, then kill themselves. I wish we could just try our best and love our best. The happiness not in this world, it's inside yourself. Don't be so concerned with death, you don't live yourself. They say it's all. It ain't the same around here like it used to be. Uh -huh. You'll see people sit together like you used to see. I keep telling the people to find inner peace. Don't pull out that gun, you gon' end all the peace. Nowadays, it's not enough real, too much fake. They'll take crumbs off your plate and eat it like steak. Blow loud, but sleep on the floor. Hold up, wait. Get on the gram and pretend a life they living is great. Dude just fell and broke his leg. Look at his bone out. Instead of somebody giving help, they pulling phones out. Instead of throwing hands like a man, they pulling chrome out. No punches. They throwing bullets to blow your dome out. Young dudes be running around fronting like thugs. Till he in the courtroom crying in front of the judge. Social media done messed so many people's heads up. Got broke people telling people to get they bread up. In these times, they glorify bozos and the suckers. They try to leave you in the gym just like smuckers. Mad at you cause you did what they didn't. Close bonds ain't the same, so I move real different. Too many mothers, sons is acting like daughters. Instead of staying silent, they just acting like reporters. Them hating niggas only gon' wish death for jail for me. You ain't gotta pay for shit, you gon' get this L for free. It ain't the same around here like it used to be. You'll see people sit together like you used to see. I keep telling the people to find inner peace. Don't pull out that gun, you gon' end all the peace.